good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. Today is Thursday, the 28th of July, 2022, and we'll start by updating you that the government has extended the state of emergency until the end of September. The cabinet agreed yesterday to extend the state of emergency from August 1st to September 30th, citing the need to control the spread of COVID-19, especially the new Omicron subvariants which are spreading rapidly. The current emergency degree is due to expire on July 31st, and this new extension will be the 19th. The emergency decree was first imposed throughout the country on March 26th, 2020, during the first wave of the COVID-19 pandemic. Opposition parties and right organisation have urged the government to scrap the decree, claiming that it is being used to suppress free expression and street protests by pro-democracy groups, but to no avail. And uh, I think most of us pretty much understand that's exactly what's going on. There is no need for an emergency decree now. The country is fully open. Life is pretty much back to normal, but we all know why it's being kept. And mark my words, if they feel that they're not going to win the next election, I can guarantee you this emergency decree will be used in some way to hinder and prolong their stay in government. But nevertheless, we'll move on to the next story, which is about the uh, cannabis situation here in Thailand. Now, doctors want cannabis decriminalized and suspended. More than 800 doctors from Ramatipadi Hospital have called for the suspension of the decriminalization of cannabis until there are controls to protect the young. Some 851 doctors, lecturers and alumni of the Faculty of Medicine at the Mahadal University had issued a statement seeking the immediate suspension of cannabis decriminalization. According to a statement, cannabis decriminalization without adequate measures for safe use led to the widespread recreational use of the drug by young people amid evidence that cannabis has negative effects on the body and brain of the young. The situation was different from the government's intention to increase people's access to the medical use of cannabis. The doctors urged the government to immediately suspend the policy until laws were in place to protect young people from cannabis abuse and ensure proper use of cannabis to minimise its impact on the general public. Now, the public health minister has refused to back down from his decision to decriminalise cannabis, despite calls for the policy to be immediately suspended. Mr. Anatan, who also serves as the Deputy Prime Minister, said on Tuesday that a House committee scrutinising the bill on cannabis and hemp is expected to finish the work on the bill by the end of next month before presenting it for approval by Parliament and Royal Endorsement. Mr. Anatan said Prime Minister Prayachana Shah has promised to push the bill through during the current parliamentary session. We cannot step back and make cannabis an illegal drug again. The plant is useful as a form of medical treatment and will benefit the economy. We have come too far, Mr. Anatan said, and he's also the leader of the Bumjai Thai party. He tried to allay the concerns of those calling for the policy suspension, saying regulations are in place to control use of cannabis and that its abuse by children is also illegal. Pushing through the decriminalization of cannabis was among the Bumjai Thai's flagship policies ahead of the 2019 uh, election here in Thailand. 
Now, further to that, there has been more developments in relation to it. Now, Ty Weed is in disarray after arrest order, and that's coming from insiders who are currently in the committee drafting the law. Thailand's budding legal cannabis scene was reeling in confusion this morning after a new government order instructed police to arrest anyone selling weed without permission. Now, that's despite the fact that no such permission exists. One of the people currently working on amendments to the bill to regulate weed told the news media this morning that the current free-for-all was never intended and that yesterday's new order instructing police to arrest and prosecute those selling or exporting cannabis without permission was intended to close the legal loophole which has existed since legalization on June 9th. Dispensaries should never existed in the first place, said the woman who was working with the parliamentary committee to beef up the much-anticipated Cannabis Act. Describing herself as opposed to cannabis liberalisation, the doctor spoke on condition of anonymity as she was not authorised to speak to the media. She said that cannabis may only be sold at approved clinics, which would be consistent with officials' repeated instant is as meant for medical purposes only. Those dispensaries should close their shops now, she said. That will be crushing news to the legions of long-time advocates and instant entrepreneurs who have hurried up to open storefronts in recent weeks. Several dispensaries owned by uh, various citizens told news media this morning that the health minister order left them uncertain about what to do, whether to open up their stores or to obtain permission to do so, an uncertainty parroted even by the police. With cannabis recently designated a regulated medicinal to support the setting up of an age limit by emergency decree, yesterday's new order was, was signed by Narang Sai Wong, Deputy Secretary of Public Health. It gave no timeline for when it would be imposed. None of the order pertains to consumption. People are still free to spark up their stash as they were before, regardless of their reasons. In fact, the man credited with leading the legalisation charge, Health Minister Anatan Sharvakul, promised yesterday that weed would not be recriminalised. But the immediate effect was to throw the rapidly growing community of dispensaries into disarray, with some immediately closing and others taking a wait-and-see approach. I don't know what to do next. I'm lost at sea, said one dispensary owner who spoke on condition again of anonymity for fear of unspecified repercussions. A representative of the dispensary by Taratera on Silam Road said he had stopped selling buds with THC content until it requires permission from the authorities. A Soak area dispensary owner, Chokwin Kitty Chokpakta, this morning announced that she would no longer sell buds at her shop until it received official approval. Owner of the Sukumvi dispensary said it was open today and selling buds as usual, while a lawyer was dispatched to determine what permission was required. Not even the police had any insight into what it all meant or how to prosecute violators. Tonglor Police Chief Colonel Dung Chot told news media this morning that he and his team will meet later this week to seek clarity on the new order. We will discuss later this week for clarity on this, he said. Right now the Cannabis Act hasn't been enacted, so we have to look into the other laws and see which ones we can enforce. So, as you can see, yet again, complete, utter chaos here in relation to laws and regulations that are brought out without anybody actually thinking them through. Now, they brought out the decriminalization, but they didn't think of limiting it to certain age groups, where you could smoke it, what you could do with it, where you could plant it. There was no regulations brought in at all. It was a free-for-all until people put their hand up and said, oh, probably that's not a good idea for that. Oh, we better change that. I mean, this is just the usual manner in which things are done here in the kingdom. And it's absolutely hideous at times. 
I think as each day goes by, this government are showing the people of Thailand that they are not fit to govern and that a new government needs to be installed with people who are competent in making clear, defined decisions each and every day. Now, I don't know if those people exist here in Thailand, but there's got to be something better than what's going on now. But there you go. That's the story in relation to weed and cannabis here in Thailand. It's uh, completely confusing if you're trying to figure out whether you can sell it or not, whether you can smoke it or not, you know. But the one thing that is clear is that hospitals do prescribe CBD oil if you do need it okay so I, I do know that for a fact and yeah that's the current state of affairs and you know what we'll move on to the next story of the day fake news crackdown sees cases top 16,000 the anti-fake news center AFNC has analyzed 16,843 cases involving 800 million messages for fact verification since it was established in November 2019 as part of the government's fight against disinformation according to the Digital Economy and Society Ministry. The numbers cover the period up to July 20th this year. The highest proportion of cases were linked to healthcare content with 49% of the total, followed by state policies at 46%, the economy at 3% and disasters at 2%. The DES minister, Chaiwood Tanakamasorn, said he was satisfied with a recent decline in the number of fake news reports and complaints, saying it resulted from public awareness of the problem and coordination between the media and 358 state agencies to help verify information. He stressed the government will not lower its efforts to monitor and counter fake news, although members of the public are becoming more aware of online disinformation. The administration will scale up cooperation with other agencies to deal with the fake news. An average of 80 million baht is spent annually on anti-fake news efforts, Mr. Chaiwood said. According to the minister, the spread of fake news surged as the number of people infected with COVID-19 soared in Thailand between 2020 and 2021. This year, the biggest fake news topics have been over Thai economic and state policies, including post-pandemic recovery measures. The AFNC has four steps to counter fake news. The first is to monitor content online platforms and detect those suspected of containing false information. Second, it alerts the DES ministry about the suspected fake news. The third step is to verify the suspected content and the fourth is to publish a clarification countering the fake news. The AFNC is supported by a digital war room powered by data dashboards, applications and fact-finding efforts linked to 358 state agencies. The Anti-Fake News Centre has been well supported by various agencies, especially the Ministry of Public Health, the Food and Drug Administration and the Royal Thai Police, which has also established a unit to fight against disinformation called the Anti-Fake News and Security Centre, said Mr Chaiwut. The AFNC focuses on four categories of fake news, healthcare, state, policies, disasters and the economy. And moving along, seat shortages hurts tourism recovery. The shortage of airline seats remains a major obstacle for the recovery of Thai tourism as most European airlines haven't resumed flights and frequencies to the pre-Covid level. The Tourism Authority of Thailand met the Civil Aviation Authority of Thailand last week and was informed that Thailand might have just 30.9% international seat capacity of the pre-pandemic level in the upcoming high season. At present, international flights, mostly from major long-haul destinations, have not resumed flights as usual. The TAT has prepared a marketing plan to support airlines to bring passengers to Thailand, particularly from Russia and other countries in Europe. 
British Airways 2022 winter schedule was announced without the London-Bangkok route and the airline said it would not resume a direct service for this route until 2023. Prior to the pandemic, the airline served a daily flight from London to Bangkok. It currently operates only London-Singapore in Southeast Asia with a daily flight, a decrease from twice daily before COVID struck. In 2019, Thailand had a sea capacity of 56.2 million before plunging to 14.8 million in 2020 and 4.9 million in 2021. Now, keeping on the same theme of uh, tourism, TAT are looking at 30 million visitors for 2023. Now, based on the high scores Thailand achieves in the must-visit destination charts, the country is optimistically targeting 30 million tourists in 2023, or approximately 80% of the 39 million tourist arrivals recorded in 2019. The latest forecast on recovery came from the Tourism Authority of Thailand at the close of its annual marketing plan event held earlier this week. By 2023, TAD expects Thailand to generate total tourism revenue of 1.7 trillion baht, with 970 billion from the international market and 760 billion from the domestic market, and that's for the base case scenario, and 2.38 trillion with 1.5 trillion from the international market and 880 billion from the domestic market, and that's for the best case scenario. This represents about 80% of Thailand's tourism performance in 2019. The Tourism Authority of Thailand Governor Yutasak Supasorn told a media gathering at the close of the marketing plan event. The Tourism Authority of Thailand released details of its action plan for 2023, which closely resembles the agency's earlier corporate plan for 2023 to 2027. The core commitments focus on achieving high value and sustainable tourism growth. High value is interpreted as striving to achieve a higher yield for the travel experience that will improve the country's tax receipts and foreign exchange earnings after three years of minimal earnings due to the COVID-19 pandemic. TAT will continue to use the Visit Thailand Year 2022-23 Amazing New Chapters as the communication strategy for the international market. TAT will also promote all points of entry into Thailand via land, water and air to reactivate more than 80% of the regional air capacity achieved in 2019. It will focus on signing partnerships with airlines to encourage and support them to start new routes or add more flights to Thai destinations. So, as usual, the Tourism Authority of Thailand are at it again, pulling absolute numbers out of their ass. I mean, anybody can make predictions based on nothing. Well, I'm going to say, let's say it'll be 35 million in 2023. Now, the previous story to that spoke about the lack of seats and flights to Thailand. But these guys suddenly are predicting, you know, 80% of the 2019 figures, which were the best tourism figures I think ever recorded in Thailand. I mean, it's completely out of touch with what's going on around the world. Most airlines or airports in Europe are operating at full capacity, but due to lack of staff if you get what I mean. So they're operating, they're not able to fulfill what they have. And Thailand thinks there's going to be more coming to them. But it's not. Airlines and airports in, in, in Europe have already said it's going to be at least, you know, the middle of next year before things do get back to normal. But that's normal as in, you know, the new normal that exists now. I think we have seen a decrease in what airlines are going to offer because a lot of airlines have had to cut back because of the pandemic. They've lost a lot of money. And to recoup that, they put together a plan for themselves. But that plan isn't at the same level of what Thailand think they're going to get in terms of tourists. I recently came on an Emirates flight and Emirates used to have, you know, direct flights from Bangkok to um, Dubai and Phuket to Dubai. But I noticed and I've recently noticed that the flights now are stopping off in Phuket on the way to Bangkok and 
and then for the return leg are going Bangkok to Phuket and then on to Dubai. So even Emirates and these big airlines are cutting back on the amount of flights that are sending because there just isn't the number of people who are traveling here to Thailand. And at the end of the day, that's what will drive tourism numbers. If you don't have the planes coming here, you won't succeed. And Thailand's idea of, you know, supporting them with partnerships to encourage them to start new routes. Airlines are all about the money. And if they're not making money, they're not going to fly there. And that's the bottom line. So guys, what do you think about this great prediction from the Tourism Authority of Thailand? Do you think it's accurate? Do you think it's just, you know, plucking numbers from the sky and, and praying? I'd love to know your opinion about all this as usual or any other topics during the show that, you know, take your fancy down below in that comment section. And moving along, Myanmar Junta executes three more political prisoners, more anticipated. Three more political prisoners have been executed in Yangon's region's infamous Ensign prison, according to sources. The identity of the three are unconfirmed so far, and they were executed almost immediately after Zia Tao, Jimmy, Mao Ong, and Ong Tura were executed on July 23rd. Sources from groups and individuals who help political prisoners confirm that inmates protesting the execution of the aforementioned four were brutally suppressed. It's hard to say how many they will execute. We know of at least three more. The cases of Ziarta and others were supposed to be a secret and they are looking for the source of the leak. Others are trying to find out through their contacts in Insen prison right now, said an anonymous former political prisoner. He added that there is a high chance of more executions in the following days. According to the Association of Political Prisoners, there are 113 people who have been sentenced to death. The execution by the military government, which have not been carried out for 30 years, were condemned by many other countries and international bodies, such as the UN. Opposition to the military government, such as the Shadow National Unity Government, have vowed justice. Anti-military armed forces, including urban guerrilla groups, have also issued statements denouncing such heinous acts and vowed retaliation. The junta have also sent police and military personnel into Yangon following the executions. They are reported to have been seen grabbing nearby pedestrians, arresting those who they claim have committed some form of violation or another. So that's currently what's going on in Myanmar. It's absolutely terrible, the situation there. It is good to see that the ASEAN countries have issued a very strong statement against this. So that is one thing that is good. But I think these countries, especially in the Southeast Asian uh, region, could be doing a lot more. And I think uh, political isolation would probably be the start of all. They're all too cozy with each other. And of course, some of us would say, yes, the reason is that is because maybe they're cut from the same cloth, these junta in Myanmar and other leaders in the Southeast Asian countries. I don't know. But to me, I think there's a a certain amount of closeness between them. Let's just say that. And we'll leave it at that and move on to the next story. And finally, the Phuket News Daily Report, and that will be the Phuket and surrounding provinces uh, daily report, as Phuket seems to have no news the last couple of days. Post-COVID syndrome tourism campaign launched for Panya. Minister of Tourism and Sports Pia Pat Ratchapakarn has launched a new post-COVID syndrome travel campaign to help tourism businesses in Panya to recover. Body of American man, 73, found near Yanui Beach. The body of a 73-year-old American man was found floating in the waters just north of Yanui Beach in Rawai this morning. Teacher transferred for stapling note to pupil's shirt. The education ministry yesterday ordered the transfer of a teacher who stapled a note to a first grader's shirt at a school in Pechabun province. 
And finally, Region 8 Crime Sweep nets 551 suspects, 81 firearms. A Region 8 Police Anti-Crime Blitz across seven provinces last week saw a total of 551 suspects arrested and 81 firearms seized. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.